I just said, look, we got to try. If we don't try, we'll never come back. So if we don't open once and see what happens, you just never know. So it's kind of like a, a test to us, see what we can do. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to cook the briskets and we'll see what happens. Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get. Where the Kim Burns is a barbecue where tales from the pits. Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits, this time from the frozen tundra of Bayou Vista. Good old ready? Bayou Vista. Yes, ready for the, what did they call that? The thunder snow. Thunder snow. Thunder snow. <laughs> All right, and I, this is happens to be Brian in. That was a long intro. Yeah. This is Andrew still. <laughs> the, uh, the episodes will eventually just be the intro. He's still here. Yeah. <laughs> and today we have with us... Zayd Mallory. I'll just Rowie, because I'm Whoa! officially one. Man, yeah. can you say that twice or fast? I no, I can't. And you guys are with... Smoke and Z's Barbecue. Smoke and Z's Barbecue. We've been here before. Just once or twice. It's, it's been been a while, um, but it's been a lot, of, a lot of changes, a lot of things happening, and not just in the world, but in the world of, of you guys and the world of this business and... So we're kind of we'll get into all of that, but just to, to give listeners a recap that may not have tuned into the first episode yet, um, give us a little bit of the history of your barbecue career and how you got to where you are now. We can do the condensed version. Brisket, you baby. Brisket, you graduate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, we just love cooking barbecue. I love feeding people. That's just I don't know, man. As you guys saw, I say food all day because I just want to keep giving everyone food. That's just how I show my love and. Eventually, it just grew from there, man, making good stuff and hoping that you can turn out something, you know, consistent every weekend is the key. So we started out, what, in catering 2017 and then moved into our food truck in 2018 and just been trying to grow since then. Had a few... Had a few hurdles yeah. for sure, man. Definitely had some hurdles. A lot of people don't talk about that stuff. Everything's peaches and cream on Instagram, but... But, but that's... And it shit happens. It shit does happen, absolutely. And that's one of the things that we try to highlight on the show when and where we can is that there is a lot of romanticism in the barbecue world and a lot of, you know, wonderful things that are... Well, and, you're and, cute, too. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you lost 30 pounds, man. Yeah. I, I mean, when you got here, I, got, I was like, hey, boy. I just got watching myself, man. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch it with those leather gloves on. Hey, daddy. So, so yes, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the barbecue world, and a lot of it is wonderful, but there are a lot of struggles that the barbecue world and, every, and anyone in the restaurant industry has these days, especially with everything that's gone on over the last year with COVID and... and everything that's gone into that and so you guys have had to, to go through some stuff and make some changes to your setup how you how you cook how you have white walls and all, all <laughs> sorts of things we'll get into with the health department but uh but yes health departments and all those things those are real problems and real things that every business goes through some talk about it more than others but uh but let us know a little bit about you guys were cooking some really good food down here in bayou vista you know, we'd been out here. We enjoyed it. We know a bunch of people, in, you know, a bunch of our friends in the barbecue world that came out and enjoyed it as well. Um, but you guys weren't able to, to cook and serve for a while. And I know that that was not the most fun time. It's definitely unfortunate, man. Uh, if you need anything to know about light reflective value, I got your back. White panels, <laughs> man, I tell you where to get them. All good. Now, you you was, know, most people think that, you know, you go by, and this is absolutely not a knock against pit makers, but a lot of people think, oh, I go buy a pit from a, a pit maker that sells to commercial operations, and, and I'll just open up a barbecue joint, or I'll add one to my barbecue joint. Right. And there's a lot more to it, and this is, this is really a value that we think we, we do give to some of our, our listeners, but we also love to learn about. It's not that easy. Nope. Um, and especially as we've learned through different cities, also there's a lot of variation in 
codes and regulations. And so, um, you know, you guys had a pit built for you. Um, you know, you did. a little bit of back and forth with that. Uh, but then it wasn't just open up the pit and start cooking, right? Exactly. So unfortunately, we uh, we were getting past the point where our original pit, we just couldn't produce enough meats on it per weekend to suffice what we needed. And so in the end, we grew. It took us a whole year. I mean, I cooked on this beater of a pit off of Craigslist for a year. People didn't, I mean, they looked at me crazy with the pit I had. Um, we ended up upgrading. We were able to get a thousand gallon pit. Unfortunately, we had a few issues with the health department once we got it back to our original location. Long story short, um, we were under a permanent structure. Our health uh, permit is mobile, and so that wasn't okay. And so essentially they send a picture of me into the health department. I hope I was smiling, burning those briskets. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, so they called us and they said we had to take the hooker away. So it's kind of the opposite where you, know, you guys had a permanent building, but you were licensed for mobile, and so they said that's not good, even though that seems perfectly fine. Yeah. Like I, I, get the, I get the technicality, but... Exactly. It seems better to be permanent than mobile. The crazier right. part, too, is once they realized that it wasn't mobile and they needed it to be mobile, they didn't have any regulations down here or in the state of Texas, really, of what the smoker has to be, like how it has to be enclosed. So literally this lady at the health department is writing down on a piece of paper how we need to enclose this pit. And she's literally giving us all the rules that we have for our food trailer and making us sign a piece of paper with all her handwritten rules. And that's what we had to go by. So you have all the same lighting we have in our food trailer. You have the same reflective light value on the paint. Like you have, I mean, everything. We got away with not having to have sinks just because we have a sink, you know, we have our three bay sink in our food trailer. But I mean, it was insane. It took us months oh. to get it done. What was the long part of the whole deal was getting in the office, like sitting oh, down yeah. with the lady to understand the actual rules. At the end of the day, it was like, you give me a computer piece of paper and you write down your rules and expect me to initial it. Well, where is that solid in Texas? Like where, cause everyone else is not following those rules. Like, I mean, I cooked at a couple of places that were cooking outside and, and doing the same thing as us. So, well, that, that's definitely what we've heard is it's very, very uneven down to the individual, even in the same County. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's down to the individual. Right. Um, you know, one of the things we had talked about before the episode was, even just like the screen, there, there were no details about the dimensions of the, the holes in the sure. screen. Oh, yeah, they had so your first, your first run, right. they didn't approve it. So I actually ordered a standard um, mesh. mesh screening that was hand woven, literally from a global welding services. That's all they do. And I called them, I was like, I need some screening made. This is, it's gotta be this thin, you know, I can't be able to spit through it. Essentially I ordered it, the length I needed. I went to go install it and the health department was like, nope, can't have it, not good enough. And I was like, that's a $400 roll of screen. I can't use it now. It's like, all right, well. I could probably have a screen hobby. <laughs> so at the, if you need it, I got it at the house. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, when you get in there, you see her once. Sweet lady get, makes me sign her paper. Three months later, she'll call you back and allow you to come back to redo your shot. And it's like, if you only have that many chances to getting it right, how can we open, right? Like, it took us so long just to get past that health department that we didn't really know what to do, man. After ordering a a very expensive pit in our mind then having to like totally revamp the situation that we had planned it just it kind of threw us off our game and we just weren't expecting the yeah, initial we've extra heard a cost. lot of that you know kind of what would you recommend i mean i don't know maybe but i mean is there anything that you could recommend to kind of get because you said it's like a three-month window each time right. you, you go in is there anything that in hindsight that you would tell somebody else getting into the business 
hide from him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Do don't it ahead of time. Yeah, don't just, hide from him. Just call in advance. Don't set yourself up for failure. That's what I did, and that's why I was like and, so and, bitter and at I myself. And I think one of the things time. is like you said, don't don't go just by what other people are sure. doing. Yep. And, and don't we've rely. heard that many times too. Yeah. Because yeah. that was our deal. Is we would do something to the trailer, and we thought we were doing the right thing, and we'd take it into her, and she was like, I don't know why you did that. It's not gonna pass. Take it off. And I mean, we were losing money left and right doing that. And so it really like by the time she finally wrote everything down on a piece of paper and was like, here are the rules that you have to follow. That's when we were finally able to get it done because we really we were sinking money into things that she was just like batting her eyelashes out and saying, nope, not going to happen. And she'd send us away and see in a couple months. I mean, literally at one (laughs) point we went to her. And we kept coming back and failing, and we just didn't, like, we didn't know how to get past it. We are like, what is it that you don't like about this mobile unit? Our health permit is great for our food truck. We have no issues, never had. But the cooker, she just, she couldn't get past it. And so it just, it took us a lot of time to get back, and we went in there and fought her about it. And at the end of the day, it took a lot of trial and error to get where we are today and, like, I just want to say it wasn't easy. Everyone talks in this barbecue world. It's like, let's post a picture of us smiling. Everything is great and wonderful. It's like, no, we, yeah. we heard a it's lot wonderful of when you though. feed people. I love feeding people and great stuff. But there is some struggles that comes with it, man. Don't ever think that just it's easy. Yeah. Well, again, the, the sunshine and rainbows, yes, when things are great, they're great. But there, there's a long road to get there. And you guys, unfortunately, had to experience some of the tough facets of that. Some some wonderful and tough news and everything that came along with it is there's a lot of stuff going on for you guys personally. You, you, you guys yeah. have some rings on your fingers. You now got married three times. Yeah, yeah, just a few times. I got married three times <laughs> in my side yeah, bay. Fin- was, finally stuck, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was the crazier part. Is once we got done with getting the trailer and closing everything, it was we were what a month and a half or so away from our wedding in March, and we knew we were going to Thailand afterwards, so we didn't want to open back up just to close down for four weeks with everything. So. We just kept in our mind that if we could just get through our wedding, enjoy the honeymoon, we were going to come back and we were going to open back up and it was going to be great. And our wedding was supposed to be on March 21st. And when did shutdown happen? March 19th? Yeah, right about, yeah, then, about yeah. that time. I think that was about the time I was crying on my bedroom floor because my whole wedding was canceled. So I literally thought then. that week we were still going to have our, um, our what? Rehearsal, dinner? rehearsal dinner. I literally thought our rehearsal dinner was going to happen. Did you, when you went to uh, Thailand, did you? We didn't go. Oh, you didn't go no, at all? No, couldn't oh, go. Oh, oh. World yeah. shut down. The world shut down. COVID-19. I, yeah, yeah oh, I know. I thought maybe... Like, oh, it was like a now. month before... Well, what we were would you have done in scene if you went... To- <laughs> I mean, our whole family... We're riding the friends. elephants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, shut up. I was really excited to ride elephants in Thailand, okay, guys? And it got ruined, but... You can do that at the Ren Fair. I've... Look, we go to Rent Fest every year. We've She's done definitely that done that. Twenty dollars later. I want to ride a real elephant that really rides around. Um, Wait, yeah. is it not a real elephant? It is. Oh, I thought it was like a big dude named Harry. No, I mean, it could be, but like they no, take, that's they that's the mud you. pit guy. <laughs> Jump on his back. They take you around like this little pole for like five seconds, and then they let you pose for the picture. This place, you got to like wash the elephants and take them through waterfalls. Look, I was really excited. It was an elephant sanctuary. We can find She's a large humble. male you can wash. I mean, that's fine. Close enough. <laughs> she done. scratches my back every I'm now and again. I'm done with you guys. <laughs> I don't I'm over it. But yeah, no, we end up not, I mean, a month before even, we had all of our friends and family calling being like, are you guys sure you still want to go to Thailand? There's this thing, COVID, that's getting really big. And we're like, something called coronavirus. We're going. Like, and we still have about what $2,500 worth of voucher with United mm-hmm. right now from canceling that. And then we tried to do a different honeymoon when everything got canceled and then that got canceled because the whole world was shut down. And so, yeah, the, the point we were trying to get to, to make it happen, to like get back into barbecue, just literally just got shut down by everything with COVID like everybody else. But it was just, it was a, 
pretty hard hit after we waited so long to be back open to just for the whole world to shut down around us and then our wedding to get canceled and so we ended up like going to the beach and doing our little ceremony by ourselves and getting married so we are married but and congratulations thank, thank you thank yeah. you definitely uh i'm lucky to marry side bay three times so <laughs> hey baby i would say you should be congratulating him and condolences <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly she's got a photo of me weekly man it's tough so finally we think covid was calming down a little bit and maybe it's not maybe it is who knows so finally you guys look like you're getting ready to start back opening what, what was the timeline of that how did that process start really um, ramping back up my crazy husband literally woke up and looked at me and said we're reopening and i was like okay and i think what two weeks later we were set up yeah, we found this new spot so we end up on top of yeah, that it's so far away from i know old so you can spit to our old spot um yeah literally as we're like wanting to reopen too we get a call from the gas station that's right in front of our old spot and they said they're expanding the store and we got to go and so we they gave they us gave a two-day notice it was like called uh-huh. us and was like hey guys unfortunately we're about to expand our stores and you got to go and, and we, we were about to open literally about to open over there and we had all this set up still i mean we had the carport and the trailers and everything i mean we had tons of stuff and he's kicking us out so they managed to figure out who owns this lot across the street and it's not as easy as you'd think the <laughs> shopping center and this landowner is not the same <laughs> so tracking power up. over here and inspector gadget got here. all this stuff done and somehow moved this carport on big caster wheels across the street you guys should have seen that one so it's like the modern day version of like the crates moving right. the coals down did, the street. Did it look like an elephant? I have pictures of it. You could, yes, I should have just jumped on it. it would have had it would have been just as good as riding an elephant. No, it was hilarious. But we finally got over here, and sure enough, like once Zade was dead set that we were reopening, we were back open within a couple of weeks. And we thought we'd keep it quiet. We'd do a soft opening, and no one would know. And one of our neighbors put something up on the local message board here that hey, they heard a rumor Smoking Z's was opening back up this weekend, and. Sure enough, at 11 a.m., we have this line wrapped around this place. And I'm like, did anyone tell anybody we were opening? And it just has rolled since then. So it's been great. The community's welcomed us back. It's It's been good to be back at it. We've kind of a it. wild fact is we were open for a whole year at our old spot. And we were doing okay. I mean, nothing crazy. Nowhere near what other these other guys are doing. But the first day we came back, that was the best day we ever had in sales in our entire life of smoking Z's. So it was like... It's kind of crazy to see people so anticipating like this food. Once we said we were here, they jumped to it. So It shows what you meant to the community and how, how this business has really become something to the locals around here. Because like you said, you put it on one message board in the, in the local area and then before you know it, people missed you guys. People missed the food. And because just to go over a little bit of the menu, um, you guys do, I mean, obviously you do the Central Texas barbecue staples, but, but you do do some spins on especially sausage that are really creative and really fun. So tell us a little bit about the uh, the sausage creativity that's going on for smoking z's these days it's all mallory <laughs> yeah no um honestly man i just it was honestly after my first visit to truth barbecue so, till this day truth barbecue has been like one of my top staples of barbecue and after trying a sausage i was just like man that's incredible so in the end we uh we made a lot of terrible sausage and uh after that i said all right what are we going to do to get better? We, uh, a lot of trial and error went into it and funky ideas and just trying to see what works. Unfortunately, we're a little bit limited with the crowd we have here in our area. They're set on their staples. So if you get too crazy, it may not uh, move out the window very well. But it's always exciting to try something new, man. Sausages. Tree zone egg sausage has been big here. That's been a funky one that everyone seems to love. That's such a good sausage. We've got an ultimate bacon cheeseburger that we've been working on that's I think pretty delicious. It's got smoked bacon, caramelized onions, cheddar cheese, and an all-beef base. 
Um, so that definitely is a good one. Um, we've got some brisket boudin we've been working on, and uh, I think Brian Bingham would be pumped. But you know, just shout him out. I don't know, my who that guy. Is. Yeah. Who's Brian Bingham? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? It's been. I mean, it's been. Hey, good. Brian. We've been, Hi, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Brian? Uh, yeah. we miss you. Sunbird uh, 2021, or never heard of them I messaged him yesterday and said, "Do you guys only serve lean brisket?" And he said, "Yes, sir." Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> only That's lean. All I want. So, so as you, you know, number one. We, we do have to say, you know, there's a couple of trophies up there in the window. Um, you might have done well in sausage even prior to this. Yeah, so we were lucky enough to be invited out from two great gentlemen. Uh, Nick they Rama. go by, I think, uh, <laughs> Nick Rama, <laughs> Nick Rama <laughs> my yeah. man. Yeah. Nick, Nick and myself, we, and, and he was on the periphery. Yeah, he definitely. Was, he was. He helped out when Andrew's we came the man. Here. I, I was. I was most of the grunt. Yeah. That was. That was you and Nick. I. I, I got to give Nick credit on that. You Nick guys. You guys job. put that one together. The sausage, sausage wars. wars yeah. It definitely was one of the coolest events I've been to. Not just because we were in it. It was just so much fun to see everyone enjoying. Like everyone, genuinely had a good time. Our, our, Nobody our goal was uh, putting it on was really to make it as enjoyable for the people to make them feel like they were guests to right. treat them as well as I we mean, could. It was a blast. I had my aunt come. She was a 65 year old lady just walking through. She's drinking a beer, enjoying everyone's <laughs> sausages, and she's an Arab lady. You would never see it, but man, we had so much fun. Oh, you had you had like the the smoking Z's. I was gonna army. say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know army. The army. I don't know days, if you've so. met the Algiers Robinsons before, yeah. but they roll really deep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm not gonna Everything. lie. I called before the event. I was like, none of you wear your shirt. <laughs> Nobody wear your shirt. <laughs> now, nah, but then they all did. So, we had a chant going at the end. I had to tell them all to please <laughs> act, act like we've been here before. So it was cool. It definitely was fun no. just being I, in the same room as these top dogs i got to benefit from it because i knew they were doing r&d so i made sure to come down here one weekend because <laughs> i knew they had like three different ones that they were playing around with i'm like oh let me try these out because i wasn't gonna t- i didn't tell brian which ones they were because i did i wanted him to be surprised at the event but i'm like i remember you texted us and you're like is that chorizo coming like, it is. <laughs> like, yes. and i was not a judge so no you weren't yeah, a judge yeah. but still I, I, want, I didn't want you to have any any right, sort of right. outside noise so but but I mean, we the, were really pulling because you guys at that time i think they were the completely unknowns basically Nick Rama came to our trailer and I still remember his words because it fuels me to keep to do better he's like y'all are the biggest underdogs and no one knows who you are so I had to come and try your food to (laughs) see if it was worth it I was like like, all right here's some burnt brisket (laughs) but no 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 it worked out good he enjoyed his meal it was uh, definitely the big like the, one of the bigger events we'd have. I mean, at that point, it was the biggest event we had done, and it was the first thing we had really done as Smoke and Z's to, you know, because we never did competition barbecue or anything like that. That's never really been our style. You so. could tell we were the new kids on the block by our setup. We had tablecloths on five tables. We had <laughs> koozies and stickers. Anything you want, we got you that covered. really baby. good. It was a lot of fun. And we'd love to do it again. We'll just see how this yeah. year plays we out. We hope to get know, there, man, because sure. honestly, like, win or lose, it was an amazing event. Like, it was just all around a great time. Like, my, my back is tired from patting myself. I'm yeah, glad. I know. I'll pat you. Yeah. I'll get thank, you. Thank you. Got you got but the, yeah. the point I was actually getting at is that, is that you, you talked about kind of tweaking your sausage and stuff, even after you did that, yeah. um, without giving away any specific details or anything. Kind of what kind of things did you change? What would you what would you kind of give as advice to anybody else in the world tweaking their sausage? Trial and error. Don't ever give up. You know, don't ever give up. Found good casing that was important we were working with some really bad casings for a while and it was giving us problems i recommend world casing to everyone yeah we we kind of do as well yeah yep it's definitely a very solid product it goes a long way and it really will stand out at the end yeah i mean you gotta you gotta start with good casings yep and you know maybe if you're an incredible sausage maker you can get around with less than quality i don't know but if you get good casings from the start 
you get that out of the way and you got great casings and now you can move on to something else. Yep, now right. you can play. Now yeah. you can have fun. Now you can experiment. You're not worrying about that side of it. So okay. I just get I think a hold of Greg Mueller at yep. World Casings and yep. we'll tag yep. him in the episode love as well. Definitely we love give Greg. him a call. Unless you're ordering a truckload, you may have a hard time working with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, depending, uh, depending on the city, some, <laughs> there's some outlets that do yep. sell them in other cities as well. So right. I was going to mention, um, yeah. go buy Stanton's and Alvin. Yep. Hit them up. They've got them. That's where I go. Stanton's I can't, I honestly can't order enough of them myself. So I just go into Stanton's and get what I need. Yeah. I would just say with sausage though, like never give up on it. We've made horrible sausage. We've made stuff that's gone straight in the trash. We've made stuff that we thought was phenomenal the first time and made it again. And we thought it was the exact same thing. And it was horrible the second time. I mean, it's, it's a fun game really. It's a labor of love in the end, man. If you expect everything to be perfect every time, you're going to have a hard time with it just because there is a lot of error when it comes to it. There's just so many different factors and variables that come down to making sausage that anyone can make a good sausage. At this point, I feel it's not that hard. Once you got the bare minimum down of what you need to know, you're all right. You can make a sausage. So yeah, we kind of call that a core a core recipe. You know, right. once you get the core down, then you can start to, to sure. add stuff on the side. Tinker with it a little left bit. And right. I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, there's so many different variables that come down to it from your recipe to the spices. I mean, I was telling her last night we were looking at kosher salts, and I was like, which one do we buy? I don't know. So it's just there's definitely a lot of, just like I said, variables that come down to it. And if you keep practicing putting in the effort, you're going to make something that you'll be proud of. And in the end of the day, it'll just go from there. So Smoking Z's is once again open Saturdays and Sundays, uh, 11 a.m. to sell out. Sell out times can vary. just depends on crowds and, and what's going on in the area. Um, and there are hopefully some more events that are going to be going on as things start to open up a little more. I know there's an event that you guys are going to be involved with here at the end of January. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we're doing the Galveston County Fishing Expo. It's going to be on the Galveston County Fairgrounds off of Highway 6. And it's running January 29th to the 31st, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it's going to be huge. There's tons of lure companies, fishing rod companies. Chicken boy. Chicken yep. boy lures. Chicken boy. Shout him out. That's Chicken our guy. Boy. Love him. Um, need some flounder. Hit him up. Charter companies, fishing apparel, all that good stuff. And then us and Boyd's One Stop, which is a crawfish place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe one other truck are going to be there. So it's going to be a fun event. It's $10 for entry, I think, each day. So it's like nothing. I mean, it's going to be cool. So if you guys are interested to come get some barbecue and check out some cool fishing maybe stuff. Maybe somebody will buy my boat. Maybe you should bring the boat down. Bring the boat. I've known Brian for like six, seven years now. I think he's taken the boat out twice. We've got an outdoor space for all of our stuff, all our trailers. We'll just park the boat right up against the trailer. (laughs) I'll trade you boat parking for some barbecue. Let's talk about that. Okay, we'll talk about this. We could do. We could definitely do that. Because I'm paying for boat parking now. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, nope, this is not festivus. You're not airing yeah. the grievances. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, um, so look, guys and gals, Smoke and Z's. They're down in Bayou Vista. It's between Houston and Galveston, but really closer to Galveston. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I kind of say it's just in Galveston. Damn it. Pretty much. Um, pretty much. But but if you haven't had them, then come check them out. And if you've had them, hey, they're open again. So make the run down here. We are. In, we're back in these COVID world. They're, they're fully outdoor seating, um, so you can have the outdoor seating. You can, of course, get it to go if you'd like as well. Yep. Um, and Six Herring Drive. Yep. Bayou Six Vista. Herring Drive, Bayou Vista, Texas. If you've been here before, uh, just go to their old spot and turn around. Yep. Yep. L- literally, you your body, just us. turn it around, yep. and you will see them. Actually, park where you were going to park for their old spot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. Yeah. So Behind it's easy to find. Center. Yeah. So guys, we're so glad you guys are back open. It's We know it's been a long time coming for you guys and you've been working towards it for a long, long time. The world's been nutty. 
extremely, <laughs> extremely for, nutty. for everybody, especially <laughs> especially with what's been going on for you. Um, twenty twenty one will hopefully be a much better year for all of us. Come out to Bayou Vista, get some really good sausage, get some really damn good brisket, and um, get the ribs because we had a really Whoa. revelatory rib experience <laughs> here today. So, uh, man, please, thank goodness you said that. that was a very, very <laughs> impressive please, rib. Please get the ribs. Get five pounds of them. Sometimes it's a crapshoot. Do, 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 Don't listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the ribs are really, really good here. Everything is really good here. They, there's a lot of thought that goes into this menu and a lot of heart and soul that goes into it. You know, so check it out. Check the boudin out. It's not your classic boudin. I won't tell you what the uh, secrets are, but there's a little bit of a twist on it that I think you'll enjoy. So, uh, Zaid, Mallory, congratulations on everywhere you've gotten to so far. Can't yeah. wait to see what comes next. And yeah, keep welcome it the- back, too. Thank you, guys. It's great Honestly, to see you back. We're so happy to be back. We've missed the barbecue community, guys. Like, I mean, we you, were, you were just like, you were it. just taking off, and you're, you were firing on all cylinders, <laughs> and it was like, then you just disappeared. It was, it was a gut punch, man. I just had to keep keep my head down and get it right. I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be the guy begging online for help. I didn't want to be the guy like what to do because I didn't know what to do I mean, but it is okay to ask for help it is at some point it is and that's what I'm learning now it's like not everything is peaches and cream and that's why right. I'm so open to say it is like we only post happy things but stuff happens man yeah. if you can't get past hurdles in life you will never succeed in anything not just barbecue so it's like I had to learn a long lesson to say alright Zade, what do you need to do right to get back there because clearly you did something wrong originally it didn't work out unfortunately what can you do to get past the hurdles, jump them over, and get to it? And so that's what we did. And I will say our family and friends were a huge part of that, too. I mean, we have Matthew coming out every single weekend, working the pit while we're running Great the job, trailer. Great job, Matthew. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't do it without this guy. We we actually, don't, yeah, we, we actually have uh, Zade's dad in the trailer with us now helping us because, really, like, we found that there was just no way the two of us could handle slicing and packaging and running the window. And Important. We just couldn't do it, just the two of us, especially with lines and whatnot. I mean, we were just running such long ticket times. So we've got his dad in there now. Matthew's running the pit. We've got our friends who have encouraged us, our family that's encouraged us when we were at our lowest. Like, it's we could not have done it without our friends and family to get back. Definitely. Um, also, also took a lot of inspiration from a lot of people in the industry. I mean, when we were out, we kind of we obviously didn't go away from the scene. I still watched it, and I saw a lot of people that were far more successful than we were still struggling during COVID and during just trying to find a way to adapt to these new times and this new world that we're in. And so it kind of made me pump the brakes because I kind of wanted to learn from them and see how are they navigating through $6 a pound brisket? How are they making it work with the limited employees? Like I talked to Jim sometimes and he's like, yeah, I'm down three guys at Dozier's today. There's no way I'm gonna make it out. It's like, I get it. So it was definitely was a learning curve and we watched so many other great places go through it first. And so when finally when we were ready to just take that leap, I just said, look, we got to try. If we don't try, we'll never come back. So if we don't open once and see what happens, you just never know. So it's kind of like a, a test to us, see what we can do. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to cook the briskets and we'll see what happens. <laughs> so well, It's been an odyssey in the last uh, 12 to 15 months there. Great to see you back again. and. Definitely. Come out and support support the business and support these fine folks. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you, guys.